Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And I cannot tell you the difference you make by liking and commenting on the videos. You make a huge difference, so thank you. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Professional Sandal. Am I the asshole for kicking my daughter out after she crossed a line? I, male 51, have three children. One girl, one boy, and one child is gender neutral. My son, Eric, male 22, is the oldest. Eva, 20, is the middle child. And Charlie, 17, is my youngest. I'm still very new to the whole LGBTQ thing, so please correct me if I say something wrong. Now, sadly, when the children were all young, 11, 9, and 6, their mother slash my wife passed away in a car accident, and I've been raising them by myself ever since, and I've chosen to never remarry since my wife was and is the love of my life. I'll say I'm definitely not a perfect father, but I've done the best I could to raise my children. Now, Eva has always been a bit more wild than the other siblings, even before her mother's passing. I've tried everything ranging from having sit down talks with her to putting her in therapy as well as taking parenting classes and reading books to see what I could possibly do to help. Therapy did seem to help a little bit but I decided to stop soon after she turned 18. Now let me tell you a story as to why I'm here. Now my daughter Eva still lives with me and Charlie as she goes to school and has definitely been home more due to the pandemic but has started to go out more now they are letting up on some of the regulations. Now, I was out getting dinner with an old high school buddy of mine when I get a panic call from my son who has been at my house hanging out with his siblings. To summarize what he told me, he got into an argument with Eva and Charlie sided with him. Eva become very volatile and even called Charlie a slur, which is a big hell no for me. So I'd headed home and tried to calm everything down. I told Eva I didn't care about what they'd been arguing about and that she wasn't allowed to disrespect Charlie or Eric like that. Me and Ava ended up now being the ones to start arguing, but I soon shut it down when I realized it wasn't going to help. I forced her to apologize and took away her car privileges until she learned to respect her siblings, and I thought that was the end of it. Well, the next morning after work, I ended up coming home and finding scraps of paper all over. At first, I didn't get it, but then soon found out that she cut up about half a dozen of the letters her mother had written me when I was much younger. I was livid. I know it was her because I have a couple of cameras in my house. I just walked into her room and told her to get out. She was smug and rolled her eyes, but then I yelled, get the fuck out of my house, and she realized I was serious. She was crying and screaming, but I felt sort of numb at that point, and she left with a friend of hers. But now I feel like I was being too harsh, but I want to stand my ground. Am I the asshole for this? Edit, she did know about the cameras, but they are really just there for my dog. 
and another edit, whoa, I'll just check back on this post after a long day, was not expecting so many people to respond. I promise I'll try and read everything as fast as I can. Well, even knew what she was doing in this situation. She's an adult child, she's 20 years old, and she knew taking those letters and cutting them up would be very, very hurtful to you. She obviously knew this, and that's why she did it. And then using the slurs as well. Yeah, you need to protect your other children if she's being this way towards them. So I got to say you're not the asshole in this. And I thought, oh, is there going to be more to this? And then one of the commenters went through all the comments and summarized it all. So I'll read this from Trashman Joe saying, all right, I'm putting this together after reading through many of the other comments and I'll be using info I've grabbed from them to help me in my rating. First, the original argument between Charlie and Eva occurred because she scratched their car and refused to apologize. Edit, she hit Eric's car. Charlie insisted that Eva apologize to their brother. Eva blew up on Charlie. I misread OP's response to an info post below. Honestly, I think that makes the situation even more messed up though. Second, despite clearly being in the wrong, Eva chose not only to forgo a simple apology, but to escalate to using slurs to a minor. Third, Eva was aware of the security cameras. She was there the day they were put in. While destroying the letters, she looked right into them. Not only did she want to hurt her father, she wanted to know it was her who did it. I don't often get into psychological stuff in my judgments, but that's ducked up on so many levels. Given the reasons I've stated, I feel completely confident in rating OP as not the arsehole. I was on the fence when I originally read the post. Kicking a child out is always rocky, arsehole terrain. But as I gathered more information, it became abundantly clear that she should not be around her younger siblings or in that house until she gets some serious help, which I do sincerely hope she gets. Edit, I'd like to address some of the comments on the lower end of this thread. There's a world of difference between abandoning Eva and not allowing her to live with you anymore. I fully encourage Opie to help Eva to get the help she needs, but he also has to think about not only his own emotional well-being, but that of his other two children as well. Second edit fixed a pronoun issue that I made. My apologies. Now, I'm going to leave that one on there as well because there was a lot of info in that one post. So what do you guys think of this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And this next story is from Fluffy Access. Am I the arsehole for having my 28 male coming out very late, including a secret private wedding? We had a family dinner recently. We all got tested. The country I live in also has more relaxed rules right now. My father and mother, both in their late 50s, my brother and his wife, early 30s, and me, 28 male, and my husband, 26 male. The thing is, I always told my family my now husband is my roommate, best friend, brother from another family. He was never there to family gatherings, only in rare cases, but not like a boyfriend. I was careful to not show too many signs. I also got married to the love of my life two months ago. Only us, no family and friends. We have both stable jobs and income and our own spacey apartment. We even talked about getting the pet and someday even children. I just wanted to be completely sure to only come out when I'm independently to my family. They're not homophobic, the topic of LGBT just never came up, so I was not sure how they would react. So, we had our rings on and I nervously but also happily told my family that I'm gay and married. Guys, there was a dead silence on the table. Everyone was just looking at us in pure disbelief. Then my mother asked for how long and I answered. We were married for two months and together for three years. I could tell she was angry and told me she couldn't believe this audacity. Took some of the dishes and left the table. My father threw a rebuking look at us and followed her. 
My brother was also not very happy because he asked me about being gay some years ago and I denied it without a second thought. He said congrats and made efforts to leave too. My sister-in-law did the same, politely said congrats and left with my brother. I can't believe how they reacted. I thought they could be happy for me, but I think I was wrong here. I wrote my mother a long text message later how disappointed I was in her reaction. She only responded with, you're unbelievable. You lied to us for three years, didn't even tell us about your engagement and now you're acting like the victim. To which I replied that it was my choice to come out whenever I felt ready. To which she only replied, yes, and it's my decision if I ever want to talk to my lying son ever again. I should also mention she had a relationship shortly after graduation, age 18, 19 or 20, with a gay men for some months. At the end, he told her he thought it could have worked, but, but she had some manly features. It made her distrust men she dated for a long time. The reason I could be the arsehole, maybe I could have trusted them much sooner. My mum also never truly said something homophobic, not even after her experience with a gay guy. I did lie to some extent. My husband is comforting me, but I'm so sad right now. And elsewhere says, you're the arsehole I'm afraid. It's true that you can choose to come out or not, as and when you feel ready. But you are the arsehole for expecting your family to be nothing but delighted when you drop the bomb that you have had a partner for years and are married. And after going after them about it when they were shocked. It's not whether you're gay, straight or anything else. It's about the fact that you hid the significant event of your wedding from your family, then expected congratulations when you sprung a completely unexpected thing on them. Since they have never given you any reason to think they would be homophobic, it's also going to be deeply hurtful to them that you hid a major part of your life from them because you assumed they would be. And Samakab says you're the arsehole, so you didn't want to tell them that you're gay because you were scared their reaction would be negative, but you're confused that they were upset at finding out that you're gay and married because you expect them to be happy for you. If you genuinely thought they'd be happy for you, you won't have hid this for so long. Your logic does not make sense. And Ratkin says, my first instinct was everyone sucks here, but I'm going with a gentle you're the arsehole. Not for this, which is perfectly valid, in quotes, I replied that it was my choice to come out whenever I felt ready. But for this, and quotes again, I can't believe how they reacted. I thought they could be happy for me, but I think I was wrong here. I wrote my mother a long text message later, how disappointed I was in her reaction. She only responded with, you're unbelievable. You lied to us for three years, didn't even tell us about your engagement, and now you're acting like the victim. My brother was also not very happy because he asked me about being gay some years ago and I denied it without a second thought. Then goes on to say, I don't see any evidence that they're unhappy that you're gay. I only see a family disappointed and shocked about how little they know about their son and how hurt about how little he allows them into his life, which I think would be the case if your husband was a woman instead. While you were writing that text to your mum about how disappointed you felt, did it even occur to you that she's probably feeling surprised, shocked at the news, upset because you never talked to her and grieving for the wedding she never got to attend? Have some empathy, man. My advice, give it some time for everyone to process their emotions and then talk to them again. Maybe set up a dinner or something to allow your husband and family to get to know each other. And Dr. Zoidberg84 says, you're the arsehole. Of course, it's your right to come out whenever you want on your own terms, but it's an arsehole behavior to keep a huge secret from your family, a live-in long-term boyfriend and now husband and expect them to be happy for you. Imagine how they feel about every interaction they had with you or your husband for the last several years, knowing that we were being lied to. You need to apologize for hurting them like this and try better to explain your reasoning. Just because you had the right to do something doesn't mean it wasn't a hurtful thing to do. And honestly, that comment about your mother is bizarre and irrelevant. 
And we have one more from Petticoat Rule saying, you're the arsehole. You let your parents know that you don't trust them. You did not feel close enough to introduce your life partner and you cut your family out of your wedding for never saying or doing anything to make you believe they would have an issue. As a parent, I think what you've done is cruel. And if you were my kid, the damage would be permanent and unrepairable, even if we still had any kind of relationship. Ask yourself, did your parents deserve this? It sounds like no, and I think you should be ashamed. How dare you be shocked by their reaction? Honestly. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? How would you react if uh, you know one of your family members came up to you and came out as gay after a very long time and, they, and they're married and all this kind of thing? How would you feel about that? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from Consequence Outside 64. Am I the arsehole for not letting a girl check my phone to make sure I wasn't taking pictures of her? I'm at the gym today and I'm walking towards an empty squat rack. 10 feet in front of and one foot to the right of my rack is another rack that a girl, Belinda 20 female, is doing squats on. While walking up, I briefly notice that her leggings are see-through. When she bends down in her squats, you can easily tell she's also not wearing underwear. That's not my business, that's her choice, but it made me uncomfortable to take the rack that was kind of behind her. I've been waiting my entire gym session for one of these racks to open, and this was my last lift before leaving. So I went ahead and took it. I went through my workout as normal. After every set, I checked my phone for 5 to 20 seconds. I track every single set for every single lift in a spreadsheet to note how much I lifted and for how many reps. Sometimes I need to remind myself what I did last week to make sure I'm progressing. Sometimes I'm just checking the time. Sometimes I'm changing the song on my Spotify. Tonight specifically, there was a very important basketball game being played, so I want to keep up with the score. So I use my phone a lot at the gym. I finish my third set when Belinda turns around and walks up to me, with her phone up yelling, What the fuck are you doing? Fucking perv, stop taking pictures of me. I'm caught completely off guard, but I explain that I'm just taking notes on what I'm lifting, that I'm not paying attention to her at all. She's being extra loud so other people are looking at me, plus she's recording me, and she demands I go through my pics and videos to show her what I was recording and delete the ones I took of her. I try to again explain I didn't record anything of her at all. She's yelling that if I have nothing to hide, I should have no problem showing her, so I insist on going to the gym management. Once at the front, we both explain our stories. She's still recording. The normal gym attendee asks me if I'm willing to show her, a neutral third party, my pics and videos. She also says if I have nothing to hide, it's not a big deal and we can squash it right now. 
I refuse. I have my own uncensored pics in there, plus those of my girlfriend. I'm not going to let anyone force me to show them for some bullshit. I do show her my spreadsheet, which shows it's been revised over 15 times in the past 15 minutes, so that proves what I was using my phone for. That was received well, but they still expected me to prove my innocence. I told them they need to review the cameras. Apparently, only the manager has access to them, so I was told he'd call me before the end of the night, in about an hour. My girlfriend tells me I should have just let them look at my phone because she doesn't mind and it would have cleared all this up. But in my mind, I get that someone wouldn't want someone taking pictures of them, but violating my privacy to prove I wasn't taking pictures of you crosses a line for me. Edit, just talk to the manager. He checked the footage. He couldn't see what was on my screen in the footage, but he said it looks like I had my phone pointed towards the ground right in front of me the whole time. In his opinion, not high enough to even take a pic of her. I never angled it in her direction. Apparently, I was going to get banned from the gym if the cameras didn't absolve me. And I'm also not the first person who's been accused by Brenda, but she legit had a creeper before. And Shakefoot says, not the arsehole, you having to prove yourself by showing private photos is just absurd. What's on your phone is private. The girl has no evidence except for what she had thought up in her own head. To be honest, I would have turned the tables and say she was recording you without permission and asked the attendee if that's normal for this gym. And Cute Nell says, everyone sucks here. It seems like you're both a bit over the top. You said yourself that you were constantly on your phone and she probably misunderstood your behavior. Her screaming at you was over the top. While I agree, you don't have to show your pictures. That would have been easier and the quickest way to solve the situation. It kind of seems like you both just wanted to make a scene, but I guess it's being resolved when the manager checks the cameras. So in the end, it was just much to do about nothing. But before anyone misunderstands, you don't need to show your pictures. It's fine that you didn't. Edit, the mention of what she was wearing was so unnecessary to the situation. And when I'm reading the comments here, I feel sick. Edit, I again want to emphasize that OP is in no way obligated to show his photos and it's perfectly fine that he didn't. That's his privacy and he can choose whether to show it or not. And Prestigious T says, at first I thought you didn't want to show your phone because you were guilty of taking the pics. Then I considered the last five pics I took on my own phone. Three out of the mole that I'm monitoring, two are hentai. I don't think that I'd be up for spot checks with the phone police either. Not the asshole. An unknown username says, not the asshole. You provided proof by showing your edits. No one is obligated to show their pictures without any more grave proof. No one. They really should just check the cameras rather than invalidating your privacy. And the medic weasel says, I'm not a woman, but even I can see why she reacted why she did. It is basic safety. Be loud, which is part anger at the situation and part, hey, everyone look over here in case this guy does something. Record the situation, show what is really happening and hopefully make it less likely that the person's involved with resort to violence. OP was in a no-win situation here, but I can also see it from Belinda's side, especially if she's had a creeper before. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to another story. This story is from One Steaming Hot Potato. Am I the asshole? Best friend has barely talked to me since getting a boyfriend, but wants my help with moving. I told her no. I, 32 female, have known my best friend, 32 female, for 12 years. We met in college and were neighbors. We stayed friends and pretty much talked daily, even after I moved away to another state for college, around a four hour drive. I went home to visit a lot, so our relationship never suffered. She was my maid of honor and did the most wonderful job. Throughout COVID, we did virtual hangouts and visited each other. We played video games pretty much every night in co-op. 
Around 12 weeks ago, she went on a date with a guy who lives in my town and they started dating. I met him and he seems nice. The following day, she took him ring shopping and house shopping to ensure he was serious about their relationship. The following day, she started looking for jobs in my town so she could move here and be with him. Of course, I was super excited to have my best friend here and we started discussing things we could be doing. This is still the same weekend they had their first date, by the way. She told me she would call me the next day, but never did. I called her and had no reply. I texted her and no reply. She finally texted me five days later after I told her I'm going to call her family since I don't know if she was still alive and this is very unlike her to tell me she was okay. Up until that day, we had talked every day in some way or form. I saw her once when she and her new boyfriend came to have dinner with me and my husband. Unless I called, she never communicated. I called her and asked her about the new job and she told me she was moving in June, tomorrow, and wanted my help since she's moving close to me. That was three weeks ago. I said, sure, I would love to. I called her and text, but never got more than a thumbs up or a text on voicemail. I called her last week and she said she would call back. Again, nothing. Her job told her not to come back when she notified them of her new job. So she has not been working for over two weeks. She texted me today to send me the address and tell me she would be there at 5 p.m. Her new apartment is on the opposite side of town and it would be over an hour drive for me after work. I responded saying that I assumed she was moving a different day since she hasn't communicated at all and I won't be able to help her move. Am I the asshole? And something that jumped out to me and I, I was thought of much along this comment so I wanted to find this info first and it was from 5115495 saying they got engaged and started looking for a house to buy the day after their first date. Info. To which Opie replied no. She told him to make it work he had to be committed and he had to go ring shopping with her. She told him if he's not ready to commit to not even talk to her again. After they left the store, they were in a very nice neighborhood with houses for sale. So she made him drive around and look at available houses. I am guessing since it's new, he's trying to make her happy. And coming from this one, and I don't want to be like overly dramatic on this. I just wonder if that friend is totally okay mentally at the moment. It just doesn't sound quite right. I mean, if someone done that to me, like on a first date saying, you have to commit to me. We have to go have a look at rings and stuff like that. I'll be gone. Just like that. That doesn't strike me as normal behavior. And again, I might be being a bit dramatic here, but that doesn't seem normal to me. So with this info thrown into the mix, I, I would say like... You're definitely not the arsehole because your friend isn't giving you any notice for the move at all. So yeah, you're absolutely not the arsehole for that. But I would say, you know, keep your phone on and keep an ear out for her if she's in need because, or just ask her if she is okay, because it doesn't sound normal. And again, I might be totally reaching here, but Jeepers Creepers 74 says, not the arsehole, having nothing to do with your history and how good of friends you are. If you expect someone to help you move, it's on you to provide advance notice and communicate clearly. She didn't do this and shouldn't be surprised that you're not able to drop everything at a moment's notice to come to her aid. Regarding the situation as a whole, give her time to mend fences. This woman who went ring shopping on her first date and is relocating only three months later to live with him is clearly in infatuation mode, where the only two people left on earth is her and her beloved. With them living together and dealing with day-to-day -day life struggles, I have no doubt the bubble will be popping very soon and you'll have your friend back perhaps more of her than you wanted. And convoluted says, not the arsehole, she had plenty of time to communicate and didn't and did not and did not give you the courtesy of even a day's notice. 
However, I'd really try to keep reaching out to your friend. Dating a new guy straight into dramatic behavioral shifts is a bit suspicious to me, especially coupled with a job change and moving town. I'd really try to keep the lines of communication open, even if you're the one doing all the work. And Miss Jin Urso says, I'm not going to judge here. People in abusive relationships often find that their partners isolates them from their friends, family, and wider social networks. This sounds like extremely weird behavior on your friend's part. I hope for her sake that she's just caught up in romance, but just in case she isn't, maybe keep an eye out for her. It sounds like you've known her for a long time, so you'd know her well. And again, OP replies to this saying, I think this is more of extreme infatuation. She called him her last chance of finding love before she dies. Lol, very dramatic. Add friends in the other situation, and after she shut me out, I would reach out every couple of months. Turned out her fiance was abusing her, and I helped her get out of that situation. And we'll have one more from Majestic saying, not the arsehole, she's ditched her best friend for a guy. She does realize she can be close to multiple people at once, right? They have only been together for three months and they have been ring shopping and she's moving in with him in a different town. This does not sound right, to be honest. This seems to be impulsive behavior. I wouldn't help her with a move due to the lack of contact and notice, but keep an eye out as this relationship seems a bit suspicious. Now, what do you guys make of this story and today's collections of stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? I would love to hear it if you have a moment of your day to do so. Once again, thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel. It means the absolute world to me. You make an absolute huge difference. So thank you so much and I will see you, you spicy so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that new way. I think I like it how it is. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.